Welcome to Sharkcast, the Brandis Anderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandis' works in the Cosmere. I'm Eric, but also known as Vasher today because I am old, or at least my knees feel old. Uh, I'm grumpy and I'm a teacher, so I'm Vasher uh, today. And also joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm Yestiel today. Yeah. Mostly through process process of elimination because the other ones fit their yeah, 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 colors. Yeah, yeah. But but I'm also happy being the only one that's still alive, except for still. Patrick. Yeah. Uh it's okay. I'll... The night the night blood sequel will come one day. And you'll die then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also joining me is Evgeny. Hi, uh, I I was gonna vote to be Vasher because uh, of of my also teacherly and scholarly nature and have, and magnificent have you taught voice. Classes? Well, no, but I've taught people. Also, I was a like a an academic tutor at college. Yep, you're dead. I think he wins. Well, I mean, like he, he <laughs> like slightly. <laughs> Look, okay, I like Vasher. No, uh, Vasher's but then, but then, but then. They were like, hey, you're going to be the villain of the story. And so you're dense. Also, you're handsome and funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're handsome, oh, funny, and you would do things for money. I, yeah, I would do things. I would also <laughs> do things not for money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've done things for money. Um, I'm not proud of all the things I've done for money. I've also done things for things that are not money. And I am not proud of all of those either. Also joining uh, me I, is David, <laughs> who uh, is is back. He has a webcam that doesn't suck. It's incredible. Yeah. Yep, it's working, even though I got the old one to work very briefly. So I thought about bringing that back for all time's sake. But I guess oh, no. good. I am the webcam that I needs am. to warm up. <laughs> well, you don't want to just like start her. You got to let it run for a bit. No. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I am apparently... Apparently, I exhibit traits of our steel, so that's exciting, which means I'm a good swordsman and perhaps zombie-like, so that's just a great compliment. <laughs> and, and lastly, joining us is Grace. Hello, I'm uh, Shashara today because I am contractually obligated to play every female character on Shardcast. You know, we do have uh, other females in our in our repertoire it's just they're, they they're are busy. all they're all less dedicated than you grace that's that's true you are you are very dedicated uh, by the way guys we're talking about the five scholars uh today uh the five <laughs> scholars of Malthus. that yet yeah uh wait I- this was not the star site reaction <laughs> oh oh the intro sketch now makes sense <laughs> so so grace i i must with you being Shashara, I must protest you giving away the secret of giant death swords to everyone. Uh, so I'm afraid I have to murder you with Nightblood. That seems yeah. like an overreaction. No, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to kill my wife with uh, an uh, awakened sword and l- essentially vaporize her. And also, I'm going to do it in front of Denth. That's, that's my favorite part of that uh, situation. Um, I see flaws with this. Like, Look, this I'm sure... This seems a little extreme. Okay, so I, I, I will do many things for money. 
and I will do many things for other things. This seems like like you got to be getting some good money out of this to do that. I'm just saying that you're biased towards Shashara, Denth, and you can't let that secret out. Uh, even though, like, you'd have to be of the Ninth Heightening to do it anyway, so, like, probably a lot of people can't do that, but, you know, that, that's fine. It's fine. So, anyway, we're, Grace, you're, you're gonna, you're, uh, man, this would have helped if I had, like, a blade or something, but oh, you're, you're, you, you're, you you're dead. Nightblood? Uh, no, but I do oh, have this black is. pen. Yeah, nice. Right. Does everyone have, a, like, a, a knife except for a major setting this here? It's a pen! Right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, oh, I also have a knife in my car that I oh, haven't taken. Oh, go get that, Vasher. Why? Yeah, Vasher. You'll be seeing I that at the Academy you. Awards. <laughs> All right. Well, the problem solved. No awakened swords uh, for for everyone. That's that's my motto. Yet, yeah. yet <laughs> I do know the end. secret. Steal, I'll murder you too. I've murdered the rest. You have to of get people. these two first. So yeah, I'll get there. That'll be the end of the show. Okay, so let's do uh, now that now that we're done with that uh, that that you know just casual murder. Uh, come back next week, Grace. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna talk no, no, no. about the five scholars. And so, David, because you haven't been on here for so long, give us a quick rundown of the five scholars. Oh. Good news. I'm glad. I'm ready for this. All right. Uh, so, five scholars, Warbreaker, Nalthus, if anyone is just a little confused where the origin is there. They're yeah. actually not that mentioned mentioned by name that often in the book as yeah, the like five the, scholars. Like three times. It's very yeah. minimal. Hmm. Uh, but essentially, they were way, way back when Holandron was still Honald, I believe it was what it was called. Yeah, uh, that's right. The five scholars returned. They were in the cult of the return that will one day become the the biochroma religion that will rule Holandron. The iridescent tones. Iridescent tones. Oh yeah, there we go. That's it. Uh, and so at that time, awakening knowledge was still in its infancy and the five scholars really began studying it pretty intensely and became very well known as scholars of awakening. So and again, from the intro, the five scholars were Vasher, main guy from Warbreaker. I made along with Vivenna. horrifying, uh, statue lifeless encased in statues Stone. yeah in yeah stone. the collades phantoms he's got like seven names talixon vasher uh, has a lot of names he's got a lot of names zahel later uh i call him vasher the many named yep he was he married eventually shashara who was another really really uh famous uh, like really well-known scholar he thought that she was the best of them she was the one who may have figured out the one breath lifeless command. Yeah, I think it's know. likely. Some people we'll, dispute we'll, that. We'll talk about that. And she was also the one who created ultimately Nightblood with the aid of Vasher, but it really was like she was the one who did the core design for she, that. She did the awakening. Yes. Mm-hmm. And her brother was Denth. How do we know that they're siblings? Not really clear, even though they both returned. Uh, we'll talk about that too. That's that's definitely mm-hmm. weird. There's two pairs of siblings who both returned. That's so mm-hmm. so bizarre. Mm-hmm. Denth and Vasher, best buddies. Uh, I don't think we really know anything about anything Denth specifically developed in the Five Scholar. Like what he actually did as a scholar. No, we don't. Yeah, but they were pretty tight up until the beginning of the Many War. Uh, no, not actually, the beginning. Both the way through the Many War. It was the yeah. End. 
Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm trying to keep it all, all the threads straight here. I know, I know. There's a lot going on here. Mm -hmm. The other two were another set of brother or a set of brothers, R Steel and Yes Steel. Yes Steel is the one who invented Iker alcohol, which is the stuff that they put into the lifeless to keep them running really well. Uh, And he also will know the secret of awakening type four entities like Nightblood for some reason, eventually. Yep. Uh, and his brother Arsteel is a really good duelist. And <laughs> How's he a scholar? I don't know. Else. So the five scholars actually did manage to leave Nalpus at some point as well. We know that several of them traveled at least to Rashar, saw shard blades, which ended up becoming the pattern that they were trying to build Nightblood around somewhat successfully. Pretty cool. Yep. Uh, well, it could have been cool. Somewhat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and in some sense, things were going it's along. a strict upgrade. <laughs> Yeah, things were going along well until the many war when the various awakening developments that they had created and other like economic pressures eventually led everyone to a wide scale like awakening war with like lots of lifeless and awakened catapults and cool stuff that one day we'll hopefully see in flashbacks in Nightblood. Oh, dude, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. But that, that during the course of this time was when Shashara ultimately awakened Nightblood used it in the Battle of Twilight Falls where she killed a bunch of people. A That's what, bunch. Like a lot of people. That's what Vasher, or sorry, Light Song sees in that painting in Warbreaker. Yeah. It's her using Nightblood for the first time. Yep. Vasher was not a fan of that. He tried to talk to her about it, I think. I hope he did. And then, <laughs> if he, but either way, if he did or did not, then he killed her so she could not tell other people how to make swords like that because he was worried about that. Yeah. And then essentially, he and Demp surprisingly were less close after that. <laughs> really, I never would have guessed. I know. Yeah, and then they they fought a bunch, and uh, yeah. I I always thought homicide brings people together. Mm-hmm. Well, and then Vasher was really sad, and he ended the many war by bringing his army home and giving up his breast for the first god king. Yep. At least some to of a, them to a priest, I believe. Yeah. Well, I think who presumably became the first god king. And yeah, he, he retook his land and the threat of his armies ended the many war. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, you know, really, the history of the five scholars is really easily done by talking about Vasher because, I mean, Vasher's killed so many of them at this stage. Uh, but yeah. but we'll, we'll just go through the scholars uh, one by one. Uh, and so let's, let's talk about Vasher. There's a lot of really interesting things about Vasher. One of the crazy things to me is that Vasher is like one of his more recent names. Yeah. Denth is and his Yeah. It, mm-hmm. Denth is like, oh, he calls himself that and is like it was like some inside joke that Denth did not find funny. Which Brandon has someone has brand asked Brandon about this, and it's because Vasher was the name of someone they knew. Yeah. And Denth does not appreciate Vasher using that name. Yeah. Hmm. The weird thing with that that I've always thought, just like going off of that name, mm-hmm. Nightblood thinks of him as Vasher. Because that is because weird. Brandon couldn't have Nightblood going, <laughs> hey Warbreaker the Peaceful. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey Peace or hey Peace Giver the Blessed. <laughs> or Starfleet or Khaled. Yeah, yeah, if you want to explain it away, you can say because of the bond and he's currently the holder, maybe he's a little more amenable to how Vasher currently calls himself. So, so just just in case you guys forgot, uh, Nightblood 
the first moments that he was awakened was really heavily imprinted on him. And so he always mm-hmm. thinks that Denth will be pleased with Nightblood and, and things like, like that. Like Shashar is alive in his head. Yeah, always. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why would he be called Vasher? That's just, like of all the names that would happen when Nightblood's awakened, Vasher is not one of them. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'd be um, very, because I, I do not believe Brandon has been asked about this. No, I didn't find anything about it. What his answer to that would be. It could be as simple as like, yeah, it probably shouldn't be Vasher, but like, that's the way I wrote the book. Yeah. But there c- could be something deeper there that would be interesting. It, it kind of does feel like it's just an inconsistency. <laughs> like, yeah. like when you yeah, think about it, that Peter! Yeah. But, well, I'm out then. One gun consistency, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, well, what happened? It's not clear when the five scholars went off-world, if it happened pre-many war or, like, during the many war. Uh, we can discuss that, but basically with Vasher, a returned predicted war, and Vasher did a preemptive strike across the mountains, and that quickly spiraled out of control. That's what happened. Um, mm-hmm. it's not exactly clear specifically what his role was, but Hoyd talks about, you know, Khaled, Strife Lover, uh, these names for Vasher, and I, th- he comes up with, like, three cases of what could have happened. The Hollandrens say that the royal family made Strife Lover one of their generals, and I think that probably makes the most sense. The, if he's striking as a preemptive strike, uh, he's one of the five scholars, very smart. Like, if he's developing these awakening things, I think that makes a lot of sense. And maybe Vasher, like, as that general, like, just assumed more power as yeah. things spiraled yeah. out of control or something. Yeah, it just seems like a, like a military coup, kind of. Like, the royal Pretty family much. fled, he seized control of the government and already had control of the armies and just kind of did what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So... I know you guys have been looking into into Warbreaker things for a while for yeah. the wiki. The early history of Halandran and Idris is not necessarily something I think a lot of listeners are going to remember because it's a very yeah that's that is true yeah let's that's it's a very let's obscure that. thing. <laughs> it's pretty obscure because we had to do research like, to look at this. It's up. mentioned yeah. once and yeah. and like it doesn't come up anywhere else in any relevant context. So uh, why don't we why don't we do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it used, Halandren used to be called Hanald, and the royal family, because it used to be a monarchy, they eventually fled, and they fled to Idris, and mm-hmm. so that- And the royal family mm-hmm. were the descendants of Vol? Yes, because they have the royal the locks. Return. Well, the first, yeah. They were of, of Vol and, like, his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. And the, it's mentioned like they they fled with their house, so like the other people in Idris are like the descendants of like their servants and like all people that went with them. So yeah, not yeah. everyone there is of royal blood. But yeah, yeah. If, and yeah. so like Idris is actually named for the royal family for the house of Idris. Idris. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and so that kind of splintered the nation because you know, like mm-hmm. originally Hanald just owned those highlands and. Mm-hmm. If you read Hoyd's story, it's really not clear the moment that they did flee, because there are very conflicting stories. But at some point, they did flee. Um, uh, there's, like, one thing where they're like, oh, they experimented with Awakening, and... Uh, yeah, th- they probably 
sponsored the five scholars. Like, I mean, they're like, yes, yeah. like do awakening research for us and mm. get us more powerful. Like, I, I think that's very natural if you have these brilliant people. But the then, like, they, like, oh, wait, this scholar we have been sponsoring and made one of our generals is seizing power. Let's run away. And now we hate awakening. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be internally consistent, at least. Their Very internally dislike consistent. Dislike of it. But I mean, that's, that's not like directly confirmed, and we you kind of have to do some inference. Yeah, Hoyd's being unhelpful, even though he was probably there for it. Well, Brandon, Brandon says Hoyd doesn't necessarily... He, he gets all the important details right, but like mm-hmm. it, it's, he, he doesn't know everything that happened. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. So like he, he gets the general like shape of the story correct. So... Basically, what happened when the many war started, the five scholars split up. Uh, they went, uh, some went to different nations. Some had the power of uh, lifeless that only needed one breath to awaken, which was a very big deal. And a, like you doubled your armies, basically. Mm-hmm. And Denth actually joined Vasher's side. Denth started as a peacemaker. She tried to stop mm-hmm. the war, but eventually joined Vasher's side. And peacemaker, but not a peacegiver. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Presumably, Shashara went with Denth to Vasher's side and was like, man, Hanald is very powerful in the many war if you get three. I, could, I was always under the impression that Shashara went with Vasher to begin with. That was kind of mine as well, but well, I'm not I sure would, if there's any specific evidence. There, there is not specific evidence of that. Like, mm-hmm. I... I I, I could definitely imagine that. The, the thing is, is that's easy to forget, is that Vasher and Shashara fell in love right before they made Nightblood. And so it wasn't at the beginning of the Many War. They got married right before. No, they, f- they fell in love. Uh, they were researching Nightblood in the time that they fell in love. Okay. Man, that must have been some Sweet. hard research action. Yeah. And say that in Tinboil 2.0. Well, 1.0 probably. Another reason why, like, the One Breath Awakening Command for Lifeless is so important is that before that, it took 50. Yeah. So, like, that's a major disparity. Yeah. Vasher does imply that the 50 Breath ones are probably better in some ways. Uh, Probably. But it's just easier, because Breath's expensive to Mm. just use one. Shashara actually gave away the command for uh making one breath lifeless which is kind of weird because hoyd's story talks about wow one breath uh lifeless are a major advantage like who did shashara give the information to i wonder especially with her um later interest in just unveiling the secret of type force yeah of night blood essentially I wonder if she was very much pro sharing all information and and yeah. like disregarding possible consequences like in the mindset of that scientific discovery belongs to everyone and it is everyone's shared responsibility to use that. I definitely think that that that's totally reasonable. I would not be surprised if that was the mm. case. I think that's Shashara, very Shashara was Karl Marx. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just she didn't give it to everyone, though. Like, I, maybe eventually everyone knew, but like, Hoyd was like, whoa, that was a big disparity that, like, was a big deal in the many war. And then it seemed like R Steel and Ye Steel went to other sides 
I think they went together. I I, I would presume they went together. Uh, yeah. Maybe to Kuth and Huth, and Kuth and Huth were destroyed uh, in the Many War. Got, um, gotta love Kuth and Huth, where we know basically nothing. They're across the mountains from Idris. We know that, but that's about it. And they were destroyed. That's well, it. So far, so far they're still living there now. There have been three names that that you guys have mentioned that I disagree with the pronunciation of. That's fine. I say Huth and I say Huth and Kath, but what? Huth so, and Kath. I think I think Wendy said uh, Talaxon. I say Talaxon. I would I say Talaxon. Yeah. I say uh, one of one of you said Kalad. I said Kalad. Oh, I don't say Kalad. I would also say Kalad, or I would say Kalad. Say Kalad. K Kalad. No, I say Kalad. Uh, and there was one more just now. I forgot. Uh, Idris. Probably. Oh, yeah. uh, Idris versus Idris. Yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. I say Idris. Yeah. It's Idris. Yeah, I don't. Idris. Yeah. Look, I, I I do say Idrian, but I say Idris. <laughs> mm. Sometimes those change. Sometimes those change. They well, do. yeah. Like to be fair, I do the same thing with Elendel. Yeah. Elend. <clears throat> so. The creation of Nightblood was kind of near the end of the Many War. We actually don't know how long the Many War, how, what length of time that actually was. There's no indication of no. how long it actually was. Although, given the overwhelming advantage, light, like single breath, lifeless would give um, Halandrin, I can't imagine it would be like decades. I think I think it was a no. n- a decade at most. Like that that's yeah. that's kind of my impression uh and it was it was a very qu- like a decade war is really long. Like that's yeah. a really really long war if you think about earth history. Like that that's a long war. Yeah. Although I think the one breath life- lifeless wouldn't be like overwhelmingly helpful like helpful early on cuz you do need like corpses to make them so it would take some time to you wouldn't be able to instantly double your army True. so it would you'd have to like wait for it to kind of burn down the original army before you Fair. can build up a new one yeah and, and they also like you really gain the benefit of the lifeless when you get to the point where it's war of attrition like mm-hmm. yes you do get the numbers but the big benefit of the lifeless is that they don't need to eat they don't fear they yeah, just right. keep on yes. fighting exactly mm-hmm. yeah uh, mm-hmm. It's not that they are like super powerful soldiers in a in a like one on one type of combat. It's just that you can send them and they can just keep going. Yeah, if you want to be like burn the city to the ground, they're really good at that. Like you can well, just they, come and in. Dalinar. Dalinar is very also very good at that. <laughs> he would have loved lifeless. <laughs> <laughs> he he did he did in fact turn many people into life. Well, yeah, halfway there. So, I'm kind of thinking, if we think that the Many War is no longer than a decade, that the scholars going off-world happened before the Many War. That's my theory. I I definitely think that. <clears throat> yeah. It, it feels weird to imagine them abandoning yeah. like their factions to leave the planet to go on like a scientific research mission. Yeah, like they wouldn't have does. known about shard blades as a weapon when they left, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and they they would come back and and like not immediately try to like I I can see a situation where they go, they see the shard blades, they go, Oh, that's kind of cool. And then they come back and, and continue doing whatever research they were doing. And yeah. then the war starts and they go, Hey, we need a, we need an edge. Hey. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're welcome. 
<laughs> we need an advantage. Uh, remember, remember these these swords that we saw in that one place with the giant crabs. <laughs> we can try to do that. Yeah. So I can see that happening. It seemed, and 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 I think that depends on like how they felt and how they thought about the shard blades as they saw them. Like if they went there, they saw shard blades and they were like. Wow, cool, that's really mysterious. We have no idea how to make that, but it's really cool. Then this, this uh, turn of events seems likely. But if they went there, they saw shard blades and they were like, ooh, how can we make this work? Then you would expect the moment they come back for them to start like working on that. I would expect that like once they got back, they would start doodling like ideas of like how they could do it but it wasn't this is what we are researching this is what we're trying to do right now until like they needed that edge yes this would be cool but what use is it right now so they went to post recreants roshar uh mm-hmm. we we have a word of brandon on that that it's like we wasn't before the recreants but uh, because they're going through the cognitive realm, they probably saw dead eyes and they could probably figure it out. I, I think mm-hmm. I think if you you go through the cognitive realm, it's easier to figure out what's going on with shard blades because you can just talk to Spren, right? Even though yeah. if they yeah. didn't want to talk about it too much. Um, so they 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 knew that it was like a Spren thing. I think also there's there's some logical. It's not clear how they get all their breaths. Uh, for this, uh, because in oh, order yeah. to awaken steel, you need the ninth heightening. That is ins- That is a ludicrous amount of breath, by the way. Uh, they needed to be up there in order to um, experiment with commands, because instinctive awakenings, like seventh heightening, I think, mm-hmm. maybe eighth. What is what is ninth? Ninth is seventh. Stone and middle. Ninth. Ninth is twenty thousand. Okay. Yeah. So, like, that's that's a lot. <laughs> Government at the end of the war. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Uh, at the end of the war, we know that Vasher had about fifty thousand ish. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Vashar um, had at least twenty thousand, right? Before yeah. she drew Nightblood. Asterisk. Right. Well, that's that's a big asterisk. Thing. <laughs> you get to wield Nightblood a long time. Solid, like five minutes. <sighs> dude that's anyway well i yeah, think we'll, we'll get to that point, yeah we'll, it's, that's a, that's a scary moment in the history yes of it really is it's a scary moment in the history of the cosmere yeah that's wow like if you consider zeth hearing screams from murdering lots of people like shashara murdered a lot of people real quick like way worse than zeth in that sense right well but also roshar is like i think I think we know that the reason Zeth hears the screams is because of things like specific to Roshar. Oh, do we? I kind of forgot. Uh, I'm it's pretty sure we spiritual mumbo jumbo. Yeah, it is spiritual mumbo jumbo, but it's but it's Rosharan. Like Brandon has said, something is wrong with the afterlife of Roshar. Oh, and that's why we're gonna yes, we're gonna does. steer back. But but see, pr- I the, the that. problem, the solution is that Nightblood just. Sh- vaporizes the souls and so easy nova screams because they're not in the realm. they're just they're just vaporized problem solved uh we don't, we don't actually know the mechanics of what specifically happens when nightblood mm-hmm. kills like that 
So they had a ludicrous amount of breath. What happened in the many war is that Yesteel eventually created Icar alcohol, uh, which definitely gave an advantage to his side's lifeless. I, I, I would assume everyone knows the one breath lifeless command at this stage, and Hoyd just is like, a little yes. wrong. So yeah. maybe that's a detail Hoyd gets wrong, because maybe in the beginning that was a big advantage, but like that discovery when Shashar revealed it, you know, like that. could have taken it could have taken time to permeate too. You know what I that's mean? True, like, yeah. it's not like that she sent like a letter to every single kingdom. It's like, hey, this is how you do it. Like she just told some people and gradually just put it, in, put it in a newsletter. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> you know, with the letter, the, the Cosmere letter is easy. Um, but Shashara felt that she was kind of shown up by Yeastiel. And uh, I like how I'm always pronouncing Yeastiel, Yeastiel uh, different every time. That's my favorite part. And then she, like, very seriously was researching Nightblood. And apparently they practiced. Don't know how you practice creating Nightblood, but uh, eventually they, she awakened Nightblood and figured out how to do it. Uh, spent just a, a mere thousand of those 20,000 breaths to awaken Nightblood. <laughs> Bargain deal. Made Nightblood, uh, and uh, as we said, uh, used it in battle, and Shashara wanted to give that info to everyone, and Vasher is like, no, that is not good. And then after Vasher, yeah, he conquered his nation back. That was that was one thing that he said. He, he retook control of Hanald with his phantoms, and then the threat of his armies prevented it. It ended the war. It's like, well, we don't want to fight those again. So... Because uh, because uh, a big thing about him is that he switched sides. Well, I think I think we know that he didn't actually switch sides. He just like stopped advocating for his side and like ended his conflict. He just he just like it. It's as if he swaps to neutral. It's like yo, the war needs to end now. He, yeah, his allegiance to his country is the same, but he no longer wanted to fight. Yeah, like he was as always in, fighting for Henald. Isn't the story, um, like from from a historical perspective, that the, the way the way they tell it, there was Kalad the usurper, yeah, yeah. Uh, who because of the name, I assume people people claim that he usurped uh, the um, raw house, mm-hmm. yeah, essentially, yeah, and and like yeah. military coup type of thing, and then they they place him against peacekeever yes whom they attribute to be like a general from uh well i guess i guess it's still the same country like because it's a it's Mm -hmm. a a civil war type of thing i don't think they ever go into where peacekeever came from no just that he ended the war yeah Yeah. and basically vasher's like yeah history didn't know what to do with me and like they didn't understand why i didn't want to fight anymore and so they just mm-hmm. called me something else. Like that that's what okay. happened. So same person, same country, he just didn't want to fight anymore. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like uh, someone doing like historical research would be like this doesn't make sense. Where did this peace giver guy come from? And yeah. probably with some research would be able to figure out like oh wait, we just called Strife Lover a different name. And mm-hmm. then probably go, that's stupid. Yeah. It might even be like better known in scholarly circles than is commonly True. told in the sort of tales Hoyt is sharing, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. And he, interestingly, he gave his 50,000 breath. That was, Presumably, that wasn't even, like, necessarily all of them, because then he survived for 300 years after that, right? Uh, but he gave 50,000 breaths to the first God King and was like, hey, I want you to keep these safe, because I can't, I can't be trusted with this. But you should keep them in case I need them. That's the part that gets me, is like, you know, just in case... I, I would like these back, maybe eventually. Yeah, and, th- and then also cut your tongue out. That'll be fun. No, no, no. That was that was well, the part that's... of the the the, the priests did. It's like that's what they were like. Oh, not use. Let's cut out their tongue. Easy. That's and what then it just, turned into though. That's what you it know, turned into. You know what? What? What gets me about this? Yeah, is that this entire thing started with Vasher going, "Hey, Shashara, maybe you shouldn't give the people a super powerful weapon that they can just do whatever they want with." Yeah. And then three years later or whatever, he's like, hey, random priest on the street, here are 50,000 breaths. I hope you don't do anything bad with them. Well, I think it was within the same year. Just, just whatever. And I do think there is a slight difference. Like Nightblood, that's pretty bad. Like you can't, no matter what Nightblood does, it's bad. Like it's destroying stuff. Whereas the 50,000 breath, that's just potential. Like that could be good. That could be bad. It just is. Yeah, and like it doesn't also. It also doesn't make you invulnerable. Like you know, like Susabron made the point when the army was escaping that he's like, I could go chase them down yeah. with my fifty thousand or more than fifty thousand at that point breaths. But eventually, one of them would get me. Like he's not. He can't fight a whole lifeless army on his own. Yeah, it's it's not like Stormlight that it just automatically like heals you if you got stabbed. Like that yeah. is definitely not the case. Well, um, but that's that's technically true if you're wielding Nightblood as well. Well, like, well, yeah, but like invincible. It's more the problem that if the secret of the swords get out, then like that's destruction on a much wider scale. Uh mm. and, then a single sword, Vasher's like, okay, I have to kill Shashara. It is unacceptable for this to get out, and I'm just going to keep Nightblood because I don't trust anyone else with it. For a while. And, well, yeah. <laughs> and I agree that Nightblood is more dangerous than somebody with 50,000 breaths, but it's it's still a massively, like, it, it's it's an incredible source of investiture. But you're also assuming Vasher is in his right mind at that point in time. Like, he just killed his wife. So his thought process is probably our top He is very biased against Nightblood. And when he, like, he he named it Nightblood. Like, that was not its original name, right? And so he he probably is not thinking ultra clearly about Nightblood. I, I, he probably feels that no one else could hold Nightblood. Uh, because he he would probably would figure out really quick that, hey, if I give Nightblood to people, people die <laughs> real quick. And so it's not like really good to give that to people because they will just die. Um, Which eventually evolves into him literally throwing the sword at people yeah. and walking away. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like, oh, 
I, I love the scene in the restaurant where, like, it's it's one of the first Vasher scenes after the oh, prologue. Oh, where he just leaves it there. He, he just leaves it, it gets immediately stolen, and he's just like, I'm talking with this priest. I am not worried. Then when he leaves, it's like, oh, there's like five people dead. I'll just like pick it back up. And yeah, that's just what he does. He literally doesn't care because he knows people will not be worthy, basically. Sometimes, sometimes I forget how nonchalant Vasher is about <laughs> yeah. death. Yeah. And another reason, like, I think he would want to give away the 50,000 breath is that it would make him super visible. Which, if he just wants to fade into the background, that would not be possible. Yeah, that's true. Can you suppress 50,000 breaths? I know you can kind of at least suppress some of your breath attributes sometimes. You can suppress a divine breath. Yeah, don't I don't think you, you can, can suppress, suppress regular like, breath. Regular breath. No, I think that's how, I thought that was how Hoyd was not appearing to have breath when he is, when he has breath and he's doing his awakening. Was he is, I'm, oh, I'm no, fairly I, certain that that's a thing. I think he does appear as, like I think, I think in the prison scene, Calden notices something weird about light around him. I, for a brief moment and then discards it's it. It's possible. I, I did work on the whole article pretty in depth and I don't recall that. Like I read that scene a few times, but it's possible that I missed something. I don't quite remember. But it's also on a planet where people don't expect yeah. colors to be brighter around a person. Yeah. And he's only thought, at the second heightening, I think. Mm -hmm. In my recollection, Brandon had said something to the effect of Hoyt is suppressing it, but I could be misremembering. Okay. I don't That's, quite remember that. And, and he can also like always dump them in an object. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. he he, and, and Vasher could do that as well. I think mm -hmm. it's just that he didn't want to be in charge. When you have so much breath, you have so much power. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's not just magical power; it's essentially political power because you can yeah. use that magical power. And he just didn't want to be in charge. Like, like if he's just roaming around with Nightblood, he doesn't have political power to screw things up. And he's probably like thinking, "Wow." Everything I did sucked. I caused the war. I killed my wife. Uh, Denth hates me now because I had to kill her. But I, I still feel like that was the correct thing for me to do because this is would be really bad if the secret of Nightblood got out. But like, I caused nations to crumble. I cannot be trusted with this kind of power. Uh, but also, none of you uh, idiots are going to get Nightblood, because I definitely don't trust you with that. But, like, he, he just doesn't want the political authority anymore. Like, that that's another aspect to giving up his breaths. Mm -hmm. I feel like. It's like, I don't want my I, phantoms, I don't want my breath, I don't want to be in charge. So, we actually haven't talked about his phantoms at all. Oh, yeah, so let's far. talk about his phantoms. So, a lot of um, Vasher's successes are with tricks like yeah so like the cat um phantoms are statues but with bones encasing bones yeah so it's like he awakens the bones as a lifeless and then it's a statue that it is animated without having to awaken stone yeah which is much more expensive so it, the stones basically just keeping the bones in the right shape that's that's mm -hmm. that's the point, as, which as it makes sense. That's a very scholarly thing to do. Is like find the path of least resistance. Like, okay, I you're, want. To you're essentially making a, a stone armor. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Char mm. plate. <laughs> Sorry. Not not really. Yeah. But they would have seen that too. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like, yes, like he probably could have awakened stone statues, but it was far like more cost effective yeah. to mm. do what he did. I can get so, like, several hundred like, of these rather than two. Yeah. So it's like that's like Vasher is like the smartest of the return of the five scholars, like for that reason. Like it's not just like big flashy stuff. It's like mm. how do we use this in a sensible way scientifically? Yeah. Uh, Although it's also problematic from like physical perspective or almost like physiological perspective. Mm-hmm. Because stone is like I don't I don't know listeners and viewers if you've if you've ever seen stone. But I have. <laughs> and um, it's not very bendy. Oh, well, he explains that. Oh, did there, he? There are actually small seams in the stone. It's not all one piece. And the breath that's actively in there when they're not being used acts as like ligaments and whatnot to hold it in position. It's a lot. So th- it definitely yeah. is a lot more breath. Yeah. So it's there's still breath in those statues even before. Okay before they call it, it's just, it needs a little more to actually activate them into motion. They're just oh, sitting that's there, right. Yeah, like yeah. A, a resting point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so that that's yeah. the other aspect. You need the 50,000 breaths to, like, activate the the statues. Mm-hmm. You, you need and to give it a little bit more. That's right. Kind of kind of circling back a little bit, it is, it is interesting to think about how Vasher's arc a little bit has to do with trusting other people with power, because he ultimately <laughs> didn't trust Shishara with power, and at the end of the day, kind of comes around and trusts Susabran with this pretty awesome power, which is the Khaled's life, you know, his lifeless, where he can essentially take over the world if he wants to. Yeah, it's the so. thing that ended the many war. Yeah. Threat so. of those were so scary. Man, I don't want to be on the other side of Hanald in the many war. Like, you have Basher, you have Shashara, Denth doing who the crap knows what Denth's doing, research-wise. But, like, you have the Phantoms, then you have Nightblood. That is not a good time to be against yeah. them. No. I mean, yeah, I think that's why the Pan-Unity was losing, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in, ca- in, case, in case you didn't know, uh, the, the opponents in the Many War are, were not only just uh, Kuth and Huth, but uh, the Pan-Unity, which might include Tedradel. Right, David? Yep, yeah. put that on the wiki. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, were, they, were opponent, they were opponents of Holandron in the Many War, but we don't know if they were part of the, the pawn unity. All these names. I, I love the locations in Warbreaker that are mentioned like literally once or twice that you're like, I have no idea where they are. I don't know anything about <laughs> them. Uh, Tendrodale's mentioned more than once. And a map in the 10th anniversary edition of uh, Warbreaker. There, wait, there is? I said, oh. I w- hope. Oh, I would love. I would. <laughs> yeah, I've always luck. wanted an Elthus world map. I think that'd be super cool. Let's let's talk about a few other things Vasher did. There's one. He doesn't just use tricks. He knows some pretty crazy awakening commands, like deleting memories with awakening. Though it's yeah. it's self awakening. Yeah, it's like, really weird. It's like yeah. So Why he knows how to delete his own memories and then he can tell other people how to delete their own memories. Yeah, he tells mm-hmm. this girl who was kidnapped to say these words and mean them uh, to like essentially delete what happened from 
mm-hmm. her memory, which is we we could talk a lot about this. I just wanted to remind people that Vasher knows how to do that. Denth didn't know that that was possible. Mm-hmm. Well, Vasher just alludes to, oh, I know the commands that you can do this, which we don't see a lot of mental commands with Awakening. It's it's kind of a different side of Awakening that we've never really seen before, right? Mm-hmm. Denth also doesn't think, or at least doesn't tell Vivenna that this is possible, that you can split your breaths. Like, no, that's are, if, if you're... Probably. No, that's definitely lying. Dumb. No, it, yeah, he, in, in the annotations, Brandon makes it very clear oh. that Denth is okay. specifically cool. withholding information because he wants Vivenna's breath. So it's not that he doesn't know. He 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 very much knows and hopes that people don't notice. Like he's yeah, that, think, that's what he's trying to do. I think it's kind of interesting too because with commands, like you know, the, there's the spoken part, but the mental component is also like a very important component of when you're saying a command. So it must not be all that complicated of an envisioning thing, you know, because he manages so to get weird. it across to this little girl pretty quick, and it's, it's not like a really complex mental image of what she's supposed to do. Yeah. Which it seems like it to me it would be very complicated because we don't really see breath used like that ever. Presumably, but, it's well, just complicated because because we don't know the trick. Um, a couple of things. So one, this could be an example of it's it's a relatively common fantasy trope. I think that uh, well, I guess it's not even a fantasy trope. It's just a human thing. Children are not burdened by a lot of the abstractions and a lot of the complexities that an adult might have. And so it may be a lot easier for a child to awaken with with enough breaths and whatever Hmm. because of the nature of the command. So it's less about visualizing something complex in your head and then putting that in words and more about like something that's just weird to an adult, but something that a child might have a very easy time believing. I'm mm-hmm. kind of down with that, honestly. Like with, uh, with like less kind of less constraints on what they imagine to be possible, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do we think that has anything to do with how, like, animals and children, like, recognize returned like intrinsically? Like, they might not recognize them as like returned, but like they they're comforted by them. They're, they're comforted by them, like they. It could be a similar thing, I think. Maybe like mm-hmm. both drawing from the same ultimate like you know, source, which is that they are still kind of children, so they can sense that fragment of the divine a little more clearly. Yeah, because for them, yeah. it is you know it is their god. That is what they are comprised of, and they're walking up to a very large pool of that same energy. So that would be familiar, you know. Mm-hmm. And there, there's definitely reasons why people would call returned gods, but I kind of want to do a weirdness of awakening podcast. Uh, this year because the deleting the memories is so weird reread that scene again like even coming back to it it is still really weird even with our honestly our cosmere knowledge kind of reminds me of hemalurgy just a little bit just like they're kind of just toying you know they're just tweaking something in their in their cognitive aspect or in their spiritual aspect Mm -hmm. with a command it actually reminded me of soul forging yeah that's really true yeah Oh, you're and, like awakening yourself to like, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll like that, yeah. Yeah, self-awakening. But it doesn't seem to have, like, consumed breath. Well, um, it flickers. It, it flickers, yes. but it's not, like, 
her breath is was consumed in the awakening. It's like it yeah. was affected. It I, possibly diminished. I took it but, as just like a small diminishment, like just like a tiny like flicker, just like a slightly less bright, and you kind of almost couldn't catch it. But didn't I don't remember the scene very well, but I was I was under the impression that Vasher gives her a little bit of breath. No. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. There's no indication that that's the case. Hmm. Okay. Vasher was always in way in way of King's Prime, and so this was a prequel. Uh, yep. So mm-hmm. he we, was we ha- he was a Stormlight character. Yeah, Vasher found soul casting very interesting, which is actually very amusing because in way of King's Prime, soul casting was actually called Awakening. <laughs> <laughs> actually, but yeah. he had to change the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if you want to read some of those chapters, they are on Brandon's website. Some of the Way of Kings Prime yeah, chapters, mm-hmm. where you can where you can read Kaladin being trained by Fasher in the original form. Yep, there've been a few conflicting words of Brandon on how many planets uh, Vasher has been to. There was one where it's like ah, oh, fewer than a half dozen planets, but then there's another that he said just Rashar and Nalthus. I mean, so, technically, technically nothing compatible. That, well, that's true, but yeah. Though there there is one, granted it's about Denth. It is about Denth, yep. But it, it makes sense that like they could have traveled as a group. So if Denth made it to Scadrial, it doesn't strain credulity that Vasher could have made it there. Oh, did Denth make it to Scadrial? I believe so. Uh, oh. let me see. I think the question have... was about Scadrial, but Brandon answered that Denth spent a lot of time on Roshar, but didn't travel much off-world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which makes it sound like um, other people might have done more, you know, if Denth was not yeah. as widely widely traveled. Yeah. Has so has Denth been has Denth ever been to Scadrio? Has Denth been to Scadrio? So Scadrio is one of the planets that's easier to get to in Cosmere turns. Okay. Uh, I will say this: he did not travel to the Cosmere widely, okay. but Scadrio is one of the easier planets to get to. I feel like what it is is Brandon's not really decided how many planets Vasher's been to, and so he's yeah. putting like a soft cap of six on it, but he's like. You know, he's definitely been to Rashar. I might throw in he's been somewhere else. I yeah. haven't really decided yet. Mm. Yeah, like the fact that he answered one time in a signing that is two. That, that's not like ultra high level canon here. Like, yeah, or whatever. He he has occasionally given an answer to a question, and then when that question came up later, like at a at a different signing or a different year, uh, he would like raffle or give like a a more vague answer. Yeah. Uh, forgetting that he's already responded to this. Yeah, that's very common. He gets a lot of questions. He has, well, really? He, does. he doesn't know how to awaken with Stormlight, uh, but he does use Stormlight as, like, breath for his sustenance as a return. Weekly yeah. thing. Uh, and one thing that was interesting is that Vasher took on the name Zahel to evoke Nahel Bond in, like, a connection to divinity. <laughs> that's a thing. He's yeah. still just a little pat himself on the back. Like, <laughs> he's a I'm bummer, still, but he thinks he's cool right now. I'm still a god. Yeah. He's still connected to the divine. Yeah, that's certainly true. He has a spark of the divine within himself. Yeah, he does. True. So, yeah, Vasher, man, there's, there's a lot of stuff we could talk about with Vasher. Let's not really talk too much about the Roshar in part, like, post-Warbreaker, because there's a lot of speculation we could do, but we gotta get to the other five scholars, so... You mean uh, the other four scholars? 
the other ones of the five scholars, the other the four other scholars, four or five yeah. scholars, yeah, yeah. the, the other rest. four or five scholars, yeah. One, the five is capitalized, the four isn't. Come on, uh, in the transcript, it'll make sense. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Shashara, but we, we kind of did like the, the quick recap of Shashara, uh, but I kind of want to talk about the thing that Shashara and Denth are siblings, our steel and yes, steel are siblings. What that's. That's weird. Like, did one return first? Did... Yeah. This is really weird. Also, Dent has the royal locks. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, we don't want to get into that. Shara would have the royal locks. She does. Assuming they are siblings. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Would she? Because only... I mean, I, I I guess the whole... Only people who can inherit get the locks... Is yeah. more there to suggest like people weren't the same. Like if if there's a if there's the son, like if there's a prince and like a cousin, yeah, then the, the cousin, cousin might would not, not get him, but the prince might yeah. because of direct inheritance. Well, like all of, I think all of the king's potential heirs end up with the royal locks, but only whoever ends up inheriting will have children that present yes. the royal locks. Yes, exactly. So, so like if Fafin left the priesthood and had a child, that child would not have the royal locks. Exactly. One of Dedalin's yeah. other children. Sure. So, like, presumably, so they were in, like it, it's really weird. It is weird. It's like, such a it's such a like cognitive thing. Speaking speaking realmatically, yeah. mm-hmm. which like it really makes you think. Like, what if like let's say the Colons are the royal family of interest yeah, and they right. have the royal locks. Gavlar is king. His children have the royal locks. Dalinar would have the royal locks, but Adolin. In Renarin, yes, but not. right, exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if Elokar and Yasna and Elokar's son all died, Dalinar would become king. Oh, that's, that's, that's what would Adolin yeah, and Renarin spontaneously manifest is, the royal locks? I kind of think so, honestly. I kind of yeah. think so, yeah. yeah. Man, I know I've asked Brandon this before, and he's raffled it. That's so. so weird and crazy, though. You're totally right. I think it's kind of like. <sighs> Like 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 a chunk of investiture, that that travels and transfers between people. It like oh, I wow. I don't mean this literally, but like it's it's a power that is given to different people based on on that like inheritance condition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is actually kind of interesting though to think about because that means depending on when uh, Denth and Shishara returned, the Idrian royal family was running holland so they were when they when they drove the adrians north holland holland whatever it's called holland holland Holland. Holland. holland's a nation in europe (laughs) no i didn't say holland hanald i thought it was holland like h-a-l-l-a-n-t i always sounded like holland i did not say holland for the record and and it makes sense that you would think that because holandrian yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. previous name was just yeah. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Uh, <laughs> the uh, they would they would have been driving either their direct relatives or the descendants of some of their own relatives north when they see when Vasher seized control of the kingdom because they have the royal lock, so they are part of the royal family. Mm-hmm. They are, but they could have been like. It's not necessary that they were participating in the whole driving of the royal family away. I know, I'm just saying it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that it's like yeah, particularly relevant. I but. the thing that gets me about uh, the 
siblings returning is if one sibling returned, then the other sibling knows who the original one is. And so they would know their original names, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know. even know that the prohibition against knowing about your past existed back well, then. Well, that, that's, that's also true. Um, yeah. It definitely, that definitely struck me as a more recent development more in the iridescent tones. Yeah. Like, would they know their original name? Mm-hmm. Like, who I almost feel first? like they were probably killed in the same event and returned together, being siblings, and then were just kind of like, oh, you're also members of the royal family. Yeah, but then they happened again to two others. <laughs> like, yeah, but at least they're not royals. Yeah. Well, that we know of. My, oh. my, my thoughts on this are that... I think they like all of this fits in a very specific agenda of endowment. Probably, yeah. Where for some reason she thought it beneficial to return these particular siblings. Yeah. Uh, or or maybe maybe returning of siblings was was just like a thing that happened a lot more back in the day. Because again, she cuz cuz she always returns people for a reason, right? Yeah. And yes. that reason may be like a grand Cosmere kind of thing, or it could be more of a, not, not a whim, but a, a much smaller, minor type of thing. Um, mm. Like, like hey, I'm see her coming back to, ki- to cure her daughter of a yeah. plague. You know? Yeah. Like very yeah. small. Yeah. Shashara uh, making I'll, Nightblood a little more effect on things. Yeah. yeah. Although, although we should see what her daughter, like, does in the future maybe true 2.0 who knows well that, that's um, true with comms here yeah yeah um but but maybe at the time endowment thought that returning siblings advances her agenda more because they are people who naturally potentially uh work together and like mm-hmm. have chemistry and things like that mm-hmm. it's possible endowment just wanted like this exploration of awakening to begin you know, and like having people mm-hmm. group up together and be like, okay, all right, we're gonna figure this out because maybe endowment wants Nightblood to do something on Rashar. Like, there's a lot of possibilities. Yeah, I can see that. Speaking of return names, Shashara has one of the most badass return names of Glory Singer. Oh, what a sweet name for a return. Yeah. I've, I've, in the last couple of months, I've realized that I actually like the word glory a lot. <laughs> Okay. No, no particular reason. Yeah. Uh, it just sounds cool. But like Glory Singer, like raising Nightblood, just murdering tons of people. She must have had the Ninth Heightening. Like, that. that's clearly a thing. But yeah. who knows how many breaths were consumed when she used uh, Nightblood in the battle? Like, whoo. Using Awakened Swords. I have the answer. Yes. Too many. Too many. Yes, that, that is that is the correct answer. That's right. Hilariously, there's hints of Shashara trying to teach Nightblood what's evil and doing really badly at it because Nightblood just doesn't understand. And so, so Shashara's like telling Nightblood, you shouldn't swear because that's evil. Like, like, like things that you would say to a child, like, no, you can't swear. That, that's bad. Don't do that. You can't call people stupid. That's bad. Yeah. And, and so like that, that's Nightblood's like, oh, Vivetta, you shouldn't swear. Shashara told me never to swear. Like, I, that's hilarious to me. Yeah. It actually isn't clear whether Shashara made the single breath uh, command for lifeless. Because as, as we'll talk about, Yesteel is, quote, the master of lifeless commands. But it, it doesn't 
make sense for Yesteel to have the single breath lifeless command. Because mm-hmm. if he did, then Hanald has the single breath lifeless commands and their opponents have it. But Hoyd was yeah. clearly saying one some nations had it, others didn't. And mm-hmm. granted, like maybe the pawn unity, like if Arsteel and Yesteel went to Kuth and Huth, right? The pawn unity mm-hmm. maybe didn't have any of the five scholars if three of them are with Hanald, right? Uh, yeah, I definitely kind of see potentially it's starting out like really fractured with a lot of different kingdoms kind of vying with each other over sure. this conflict and then kind of solidifying into two more opposed sides as opposed to That's having so many options towards the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Ar- say, Arsteel yeah. and Yesteel could have gone to a lot of different kingdoms. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's not clear, but Shashara definitely gave away the single breath lifeless command and Vasher thinks Shashara was the most talented of the five scholars. Mm-hmm. Didn't just... Resort to tricks. I think it's probably likely that she created that. I, I have this headcanon that Yestiel and Shashara were like the scholarly peoples who were like try- always trying to one-up each other. And so like Shashara's like, I made the single breath uh, lifeless command, what's up? And Yestiel's all, hey, I made Icar alcohol. And Shashara says, well, fine, I'm gonna make a shard blade. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like they're the worst kind of nerds fighting over val- who's going to be valedictorian. Yeah. yeah. It, and, and it would be course. a good, like a good show up. Like if he's the master of life of this command and she's like, Hey, I just made this command 50 times more efficient. You know, like that's yeah. a big diss right there. Yeah. And, and it's possible lifeless have more, you know, varied specialized uses than we've really seen. You know, there's a lot of ways you could be a master of that. Yeah. I would think so. Well, one of the things that uh, would have been or would be in the Warbreaker sequel is Jules is taking Arsteel's corpse, Claude, to Yesteel to try and get his memories back because she thinks Good that luck. he could. So, like, there, there's a lot of depth to Lifeless that, like, we barely get in Warbreaker. So yeah. I think there's yeah. a lot of stuff we can do. Mm-hmm. Brandon actually talked about a potential lifeless POV in the sequel. So there's yeah. at least something oh, yeah, generally right. going on in that, yeah. in their heads. Yeah, he, he has said that they're more aware than people give them credit for. And keeping and them in the dark is a, is a bad, bad idea. idea. That's right, exactly. I wonder, I wonder if they're going to be, uh, if they're going to end up being closer to like the parchment. Maybe. That would be sad. I mean, it. it Prana likes those parallels like that. that that's very possible. Uh, yeah. But but who knows? Like there's there's a lot of depth on that. There's really not a lot else about Shashara, even though that she's the creator of Nightblood. Like we, we've we've talked about the creation of Nightblood and that there's weirdness. Uh, and so maybe Shashara knew things that other people didn't that Vivian Vasher didn't know. Uh, but that seems likely. That that definitely seems likely. Because, I mean, she has to do the visualization mm-hmm. in, in her brain, right? So yeah that's, yeah, that's one of those things that additionally, you know, like in addition to the possibility of, you know, the whole ruin thing makes it seem like you almost couldn't recreate Nightblood again because Shashara is gone, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, it, that, that visualization was probably pretty unique. Yeah. So I, I want to talk about Yesteel a little bit because Yesteel knows how to make Apparently, the Awakened Swords, like Nightblood. Mm-hmm. In my head canon, I feel like maybe Shashara just like 
hey, what's up? I I created Nightblood and uh, sucker like that. And maybe Shashar just told Yesteel, and before Vasher could kill kill her mm. or something. Like if if they're constantly one upping each other, I could see that happening. But mm-hmm. we do see another awakened sword that is not like Nightblood, and that's Vivenna's blade. And so I wonder if Yesteel does not know how to make Nightbloods, but does know how to make blades like Vivenna's blade. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my assumption at this point, is that, it's, yeah. that they, he can make Awakened Swords, but they're not like Nightblood. Yeah. I, I've, I've I, also been working under that assumption. Like, Vivenna's is Yesteel version of, yeah. of Awakened Blade. Though, though part of that is something went on with the creation of Nightblood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that we don't know whether that was outside interference or if Vivenna, Shashara did something. Yeah. So it's like Vivenna's play being of Yestelian make. Yestelian <laughs> make. That's incredible. That That's why Brandon's like, you know what? I need to have two brothers with steel in the name. <laughs> It's made out of yes steel. <laughs> Seriously, though. Totally true. Uh, there, there was an annotation where Brandon said, yeah, if Halendren attacks Idris, yes steel will reveal himself. He will reveal the secret. And then the Idrians with their allies, with a bunch of awakened swords thirsting for blood, will go to Tetelir and destroy it. That's what the annotation said. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe Yesteel does know more than mm-hmm. like, eh, that doesn't sound mm-hmm. super great. But, yeah, that was what Blightsong was seeing in his dreams throughout yes. all of Warbreaker was that attack. War. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That Tetelir was burning. Yep, exactly. Uh, oh, and Shashara isn't known to wear red scarves. Just so. <laughs> not the girl who looked up. Matt asked it's that. Not part of not part of her fashion aesthetic. No. Uh, Yesteel is rather interesting uh he is known to be sneaky uh sure well he also hid for a long time we don't know really what his involvement exactly was in the many war or how he felt about it ending but uh vasher at the end he of warbreaker he's like whoa Yestiel has finally come back out again and so like he mm-hmm. maybe has been hiding a really long time uh Yestiel Apparently, a tyrant was trying to restore Kuth and Huth and recruited Yesteel. So, get ready for another god king tyrant, a magical guy. Well, probably not. But this, we have no idea who that is. Yeah. And honestly, that's about it. He created Icar Alcohol, and then uh, recently he made a more he made a better version of it. That's all we know about Yesteel, basically. He could have sneakily stolen the the secrets of awakening swords just by spying on him potentially. Yeah, I mean the the thing is though, returned can change shape, so he could be really good at that, right? Like, yeah, that, that oh, is that's a thing a good point, that's possible, true. right? That actually feels really possible that he's just really good at the appearance manipulation part, yeah. part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that may be reading a little too much into the whole sneaky thing. I mean, you're, you're well, right. Vasher says it, you know, Vasher says well, it, no, and Nightblood says it. No, I just mean Vasher also does it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah he Va- oh, he yeah, does yeah. have his his low key persona. So, and Dan. Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying. I, I think I think you're ex- attributing 
too much to Yestiel out of out of nowhere. Yestiel's like <laughs> barely mentioned. <laughs> Let me have this. But you're you're right. It doesn't that definitely doesn't need to be the case. Uh but like it just seems weird that Nightbulls would be like, man. Both you and Vasher are really bad at uh, sneaking around. Yestiel would be really upset with you. And it's just like <laughs> that's like one of the first times we get his name. Like that that's that's the thing. It's mentioned in he that was, context. So it's like that's, he, that's he was one a rogue. Of, that's one of the yeah, pretty much. He's the rogue the of the five scholars. Yeah, fundamental part of his character as we understand it. <laughs> pretty much though. Hey, what are what are the DD scholars? Oh, that's that's very interesting. Vesper. R Steel's a warrior. R Steel's a warrior. Yes, <laughs> steals um, a rogue. Which is not a class. Oh. <laughs> fighter. What a fighter. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Ian actually knows about D and D, yeah, yeah. Um, Shara has to be one of the magic classes. Yep. It's enchantress, wizard, wizard. I'd say wizard is a class. No, I, I know it's a class. We didn't know about fighter. It's an Look, easy I don't have friends to play D and D with. It's an easy mistake to conflate warrior and fighter. Okay. Oh yeah. No. Also, I play WoW, and, and WoW has warriors. Yeah, me too. I have like a WoW too. WoW has warriors. It's like you know. Really, D and D is the only place where it's a fighter. Yeah, that is true. No one really says I'm a really good fighter. Our steel does. I'm the best fighter out of all of us. Let's talk about our steel. Uh, fine. Our steel's dead. Rip. It died just a bit Twice. before Warbreaker. It, well, that's that's true. Yeah, our steel and yes, steel siblings again. Also returned. Again, mm. weird. R-Steel joined Denth. Uh, and uh, R-Steel fought... R-Steel was trying to get Basher and Denth to make amends, which is mm. hilarious that R-Steel thought that that, was, that would be possible. Oh, uh, how the tables have turned. Like, oh man. This, this... Why would you think that? <laughs> R-Steel, like, maybe... maybe I, I don't know. Did our steel know that Vasher killed Shashara? I, feel I would like imagine Death would, Death would immediately you know, tell him. Yeah, it's like, hey, what happened to your sister? It's like, oh yeah, Basher. Back. You know how I hate Jack that guy? Ass. Like, that's yeah. the reason <laughs> he murdered him with night, hurt with night blood. I could see him believing that there were extenuating circumstances because like, he did not witness it. Like, he's mm. an outsider, so he's not as personally invested in the relationship there. See, yeah, true. That sounds something, it sounds like something I would try to do, and I am a notorious dumbass. I mean, he did die doing this, so it <laughs> yeah. didn't go super great. He was wrong. <laughs> well, wh what happened was uh, they came to blows. R-Steel didn't intend to kill Vasher in a duel, and just wanted to subdue Vasher and talk sense into him. Mm -hmm. uh, and he is a much better duelist than Vasher, yeah. to be clear. Like, Vasher's kind like of adequate. Is. Yeah. Well, Vasher is good. Yeah, Vasher is good. He's gotten lazy because he's had Nightblood. Arsteel is the best. Like, yeah. the literal best. Yeah. Which, but like, which you can see in Claude, what, in 
which is also a pretty decent fighter for a lifeless. Those yeah. traits carry over. Brandon has said Claude is the best lifeless swordsman in the entire world. Yeah, like, <laughs> like that Although was his scholarliness. Like he studied <laughs> fighting. I mean, Sco- scholar of the sword. We have no idea what R. Steel actually did. We know he was a duelist, but presumably he did awakening research too, because he was one of the five scholars. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. like they were—they were specifically five scholars of awakening, not yeah. just a bunch of nerds. That's true. Yeah, I mean, someone probably had to invent like the weapons of war that they were building, you know, yeah. with like the catapults that were throwing yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. That yeah. could have been a potential idea. Yeah, I mean, before the five scholars, none of that stuff existed. So yeah, sure. Yeah, right. You know what's really depressing? What's that? There's so much like lore and history yeah. on Nalthus oh. and in Warbreaker. There is, and. We, there's so much of it we're not gonna get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If like we're definitely gonna learn some things in Nightblood, mm-hmm. but there's so much. I, in doing research for this and rereading Warbreaker, I know a lot of people are like, "What if you wrote an Elendi uh, Rashek prequel novel in classical Skadrial?" I mean, I do want to know more about classical Skadrial, but you know mm-hmm. what I think would be a better book. A five scholars book, like the story of the many war basher murdering Shashara. Like that's that's one of those things that like even if you know that it's going to happen as a train wreck, you're still gonna be heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Also, probably because it's gonna be done better than Anakin murdering a bunch of younglings, but you know. And it's like that's like the perfect like instance of doing something like a graphic novel or <sighs> audio play a graphic like, novel oh, that's colorful a novel yeah yeah rather than sand. white <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's like it's a story like but like brennan doesn't have to write out a full novel like yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah i would agree yeah. he can just do an outline mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and he can he can call it semi-canon if you ever ask to change anything he can change it but they can still kind of yeah you know, have a pretty cool story about it. Um, when you when you said sand, I just remembered when Hoyd tells the story of the house mm-hmm. uh, of the house scholars, of the five scholars <laughs> the in the many war. Scholars. I don't know. Um, the very beginning of the story when he's when he's pulling out his uh, sand and like storytelling tricks and, and things like that. Siri notices that the sand turns from white to black. I I feel like Brandon has said that this is like a completely like non magical storytelling method. But I no, could but be not. wrong. No, no, it's no. like it's it's usual. Like he doesn't use high. Like he definitely no, I doesn't. Think it, like, I think it is though, Eric. Like I think he like learned it in a different place and like does it. Like I'm pretty sure it's just like it's all. Oh, maybe the sand is magic, but I think the rest of it is all just Hoyt throwing. No, I think he uses some Yolish light weaving. Not We've definitely been assuming that he does. Well, regardless, the sand turns from uh, white to black when uh, in the presence of investiture. So. No, it gets oh, no, no, it's, it's, the other the it's, it's draining. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right, right, right. Which is interesting. It is interesting. With R Steel, uh Jules is in love with him and uh still sleeps with him when uh R Steel's dead. That's true. Moving that's on. Yeah. No, I mean that's a fact. That's a fact we know about R Steel. Okay. It's a fact wanna... we know. Is it a fact we want to talk about? I, no, yes. I'm just I'm, Not really. I, it's education for the readers, uh or oh, for yeah. the listeners wanna, who may have I want to talk about Steamy Zombie Six. No, let's not. He was just killed a bit before Warbreaker, which is which is interesting. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. David, we were talking a while back mm-hmm. how Vasher lost all of his breaths a bit before Warbreaker. 
I was just thinking that this might have been it might have been in the fight with when he killed R Steel because we know he gave his breath to someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, or we gave his breath to R Steel to make him have that spasm so he could kill him. Yeah, right. At the prologue, yeah. he doesn't have any breaths, and he. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely think that that like that that just kind of clicked for me also as we were saying. I think that's probably when he lost. Yeah, his most recent big chunk of breath. Yep, that seems very likely. It does kind of cast a new light on Denth and his crew. Like they've just had a very recent loss. Yeah, in that scene, absolutely. you know. Mm-hmm. So and like oh, yeah. all the things they're doing to counter Basher. So like our still's only been dead for a few months. Yeah, it's very new. Jules remembers. He's mm-hmm. very bitter about it, obviously. And 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 she's human. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh... Let's talk about Denth then, or as he is known, Varatrilides. <laughs> or as what I a, say, Varatrilides. Uh, what a weird name. Uh, yeah. That's I, what I've, I've always him. assumed. Yeah, I've always assumed it's just like a name from somewhere else. Because it, it doesn't feel uh Halandrin, Halandrish. Yeah, but they were royals. Well, <laughs> but also, like, there is a Halandrin guy named Trailides. Yes. So, to, to be honest, we've we've talked about what Denth did. We we have also no clue what he studied. Uh, yep. At all. Uh, he, and he's um, just been a mercenary. That's what he's done. Well, that that's recently. Well, um, well I mean. Yeah, we don't know what happened in the 300 years since the many war, but sounds like he has lots of regrets and that life taught him that he has to do bad things and he sees it as inevitable, basically. Yeah. Think, we... Thinking about Denth, I just get sad. It is it is really sad. That's why the story of the five scholars of is so cool. Hap- like, it, happened to him. It's so it's... sad. It's great. I love it. I want to see these characters suffer. I think Brandon's annotations on Warbreaker... And specifically, like one of Denth's moments, um, possibly towards the end, where the first time I heard or read the phrase that every every villain is the hero of, of their own story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and like to this day, whenever I hear, because because that's not like a Brandon unique phrase. No. Uh, different iterations of it show up here and there, but I always associate that phrase with Denth. He's mostly tr- working with. Uh the pawn call so he can get back at Vasher. Like, he doesn't actually care. He's just, mm. he's just like, screw Vasher. I am killing him. Yeah. yeah. But, like, in his past, like, he was trying to be the peacemaker. Like, yeah. he, he, want, he wanted an end to the war. And whenever I, like, think about, like, Denz, it's like, fan casting is a thing. One discussion I saw on like casting Denth in Vasher in particular was that like Denth would look like the traditional hero. Like you would look at him like think, oh, oh yeah, that's 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 going to be the main character hero guy. And Vasher is like the one that would be like the bad guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it just so happens that their roles are reversed. Which is great. The role reversal is a warbreaker. Really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, which in like the way their characters are written is definitely like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do we know? Do we know how uh, Denth and Arsteel compare in terms of swordsmanship? Arsteel is better. I mean, Arsteel yeah, is I guess, the I guess, best. Yeah, I guess. I guess if we know that Arsteel is the best, then yeah. yeah um, and Brandon, Brandon said that 
Vasher is better than like people say in Warbreaker because uh, yes. he, he he trains people on Roshar and people are like wow he's mm. he's really good at that but like just Arceus way better yeah mm-hmm. Denth is great of course but there's like we 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 kind of talked a lot about his stuff like we we don't really know a lot about his past and what he did yeah mm-hmm. I think didn't we have uh one word of Brandon where essentially said when Vasher offers Denth to remove his memory, Denth almost takes him up on it. Yeah, he like does. He almost he says, does. take it yep. away, which I think is kind of an interesting thing. Yeah, like he's but he right. just couldn't like live with himself with that, which mm-hmm. is... Yeah, and essentially there was a decent chance that if Denth had, had managed to kill Vasher, he would have just picked up Nightblood and let it kill yep. him, mm-hmm. and then just ended it all. So... There, there's kind of an... Im- in the possible place. There's kind of an implication that, like maybe Denth knows about like these mental awakening commands. Like he knows that that's a class of things, but not mm-hmm. that he can erase memories because it's not like Denth was like, Denth believed that Vasher could do that. Like, mm-hmm. he, so he clearly knows a lot of those things, but so mm-hmm. hard to tell what, what things he did in the many war or as a, uh, one of the mm-hmm. scholars, like who the crap knows. So hard to say. The five scholars, like the time they were alive and active and and doing things, is so very reminiscent to me um, to like the the age of the Silver Kingdoms on Roshar, yeah. where there are all of these like fantastical high fantasy kind of things going on that we just don't get to hear we about. Just not get to see. Yeah, yeah. But it. But it's way more recent than Silver Kingdom. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah only mm-hmm. years ago. So it's yeah. just like it's so close. So it's close. So far away. I'm digging yeah. a graphic novel. If if that was a thing, that's 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 a good idea. I, mm-hmm. I would read that for sure. I'd be very excited about that. I was I was asking people in the Coppermine server for ideas for art because I was I've been commissioning pieces and Grace, our our fantastic and dead investigator girl. Yeah, that's right. Um, suggested Warbreaker things because the world is so like vibrant and vivid mm-hmm. and colorful, and and ever since then I've I've realized how one how little Warbreaker art we have, and two how very little of it actually capitalizes on just the the colorfulness of the world. Yeah, like Warbreaker flies under the ra- radar yeah. a lot more than it should. Yeah, it's like it, it always gets discussed. Like, like, oh, you should read Warbreaker before Words of Radiance, Radiance but mm. it's not for like Warbreaker's sake. Yeah, Words yeah. of Radiance. Is yeah, sick. or if or if someone brings it up, it's because there's a there's a little bit more romance there than in other mm-hmm. books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, it just doesn't get mentioned as much because people love to critique Elantris and talk about the things that they like and they don't like. And you know, Warbreaker is a stronger book than that, but it also isn't Absolutely. doesn't have like the heavy series con continuity that we get with Starlight yeah. and Mistborn. Or, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as, like, pre-Wheel of Time stuff, I think Warbreaker is written the best of, like, Elantris yeah. and Mistborn trilogy. Like, I, I... Rereading it, I'm like, this is really good. Like, it, it's not, like, Words of Radiance and Oathbringer, which, like, the prose is just, like, ah, like, really good, right? Mm-hmm. But it is good. it's good. It's quite good. Yeah. It's kind of like a little vision at, like, what Brandon's books might be like if he hadn't been thrown into the deep end of the Wheel of Time and kind of had his, you yeah, know, his yeah, technique yeah. and his ability to structure series kind of fast forwarded a little bit. Yeah. Any other, like, thoughts on the five scholars? Any other things you want to talk about? 
I guess like the big thing we didn't really, it's pretty speculative, but the big thing we didn't really address at all is if we feel like the five scholars based on probably mostly just Dan Shashara and Vash are the ones we know most about mm -hmm. if they potentially fulfilled their mission or if they have not when they returned. Right. Because there's definitely like things you can point yeah. to as being like, oh, did Shashara return to create Nightblood? Yeah, did Vasher right. return to kill Shashara? Has Vasher done that yet? So that's kind of a big... I feel like at least probably... I feel like Shashara returned to create Nightblood in my mind. But that I think is safe. I feel like Vasher, just knowing that Brandon always anticipated him being a Stormlight character, Vasher has not completed his mission because he has something to do in Stormlight and we don't know what it yeah. is, but it's going to happen eventually. That's a very meta reasoning, and but I but I think it's very valid. Like, yeah, because he was he was never a warbreaker character because there were there were never was warbreaker. Warbreaker, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I almost wonder if um, Dense's um, purpose was to steer Vavena towards Fasher, potentially, because like uh, without Dent, I don't know that that meetup would have happened. Mm -hmm. uh, Maybe, yeah. Another another idea that'd be kind of a bummer, but that, but you know, death is just a bummer in general. Maybe potentially on what you depending on what you think about whether or not the many war needed to happen for Nightblood to be created. Potentially, he came back to prevent the many war and failed. That's true. That would be kind of a bummer. And he was the, he was the peace guy, and he did not succeed in that. Because mm -hmm. so. like, sometimes purposes contradict each other. Endowment mm -hmm. is not yeah. the most consistent of things, right? Yeah, she hedges her bets. Like, mm -hmm. I like that a lot. Uh, I think of the three. I think Denth did not succeed, and if Vasher's, yeah, if Shashara's mission is to create Nightblood, then great. If not, well, rip. Uh, yeah, but rip I think Vasher is still there's still a lot of possibilities with Vasher, though. Agreed. Mm -hmm. We've alluded to it, I think, but like the, the five scholars are kind of the first Cosmere scholars. Like yes. They're the first ones that really started delving into like realmatics and stuff. They're the ones who say invested. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. they're the ones who do before anyone else that we've seen in the Cosmere. Mm hmm. Yeah, aren't they supposedly like well, like known on Silverlight as like early? I guess yes. they wouldn't probably be called Arcanists at that point, but pioneers. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yep, they which is pretty them. awesome. Pioneered the way. Yeah, it'd be they, cool to they, see Chris interact with Vasher because I feel like that'd oh be God, like meeting a hero. That, you know, you're just sometime. like Vasher. Yeah, don't die like, yet. You got to interact with Chris. That sounds amazing. To be fair, like I think Archimedes everyone should like interact with Chris. It's like um, Archimedes or like. Plato almost like yeah. early Cosmere's like early like scholars that like laid the building blocks for like a lot of what we know, but it's it's different. Like they, they never could have imagined what we've done today. Like they couldn't imagine a computer. Well, right. Uh, uh I that almost kind of makes me think that maybe Shashara like wanted to share information about the Cosmere and that like contributes to her wanting to share knowledge and stuff because mm -hmm. they didn't hide all the facts that they discovered about the Cosmere because clearly other Cosmere scholars know about it, right? Mm -hmm. In some sense. And, and that's a principle that like persists too. Like Brandon's talked about how 
Chris is there to like, you know, Chris's whole thing is knowledge for knowledge. Like she's not hiding it. She's not, you know, using it for interest. Like that's what she's about. So that's, is an early precedent that potentially was set. Yeah. Yeah. Rip like me some Cosmere nerds. Oh yeah. And for those of you wondering how they world hop, endowments perpendicularity is in Halendrin. And it's yes. leaking. Yep. I feel like leaking. that is just not well known enough. I think it is so cool. Like every yeah. day. Maybe it's just because I got that, but I think that is so cool. We got that. Yep. We did. It's, and that's why the Tears of Edgley can only grow in Halendrin. It's around the perpendicular. Because there's endowment god juice just yep. in the ground there. Yep. Cool. Well, you know, I I hope that if you forgot about these very important Cosmere characters, now you have a good overview of what happened and just kind of how awesome they are. They're, mm. they're really cool. And if you want to know more about them, and go to signings and ask Brandon, hey, when is that Nightblood sequel coming out? <laughs> oh, I'm sure he'll appreciate that. The people want it. They, I Don't have to that. write it. But, mm. Yeah, I, I just know it's going to be so long until we get Nightblood. But see, when he writes Nightblood, then we can actually ask five scholars questions and Brandon won't just raffle it automatically. So that'd be great, too. Probably. Mm-hmm. Unless there's spoilers for Stormlight Back 5. Ah! So you know what, guys? It's time for probably not Malfian characters on Who's That Cosmere Character. This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tien. Tom. Braze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for Who's That Cosmere Character. Caw. All right, you guys know the game. You send... Uh, a character and five clues to WTCC at 17shard.com and uh, we read out a clue and everyone gets to guess and they get to try and guess who's that Cosmic character. So, character number one is from Windle Runner. And, That's a good name. Yep. And clue one, a classic. This character is from Roshar. This character is male. Uh, <laughs> The other classic. Yeah, yes, of course. Well, I'm just going to guess Windle and get it out of the way. No, it's not Windle. Uh, I will say Denth. No, it's not Denth. Ah, going with the classic, ah, oh, we talked about it on the podcast, so we're guessing it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I guess I'll just go obscure for fun since there's just so many options. How about, I'm going to say it wrong, Opey Royals male Sion that he has that means flower that floats around in Elantris a couple times. No. Yep. And I don't know. Nope, well, no. There's a high chance that it could be that though. Clue two. It is, is Opey actually. Yeah. Screw you guys. Uh, this character often gives advice. Ah. Uh, I'm going to guess Father Omine no. from Elantris. Oh. I, love, I love how this is just where it's at. How about, how about Aishi? No. Uh, what about uh, Kadash from Rashar? He gives a lot of advice oh. that Dalar doesn't listen to. That's, that is true. But no, it's not Kadash. Clue three. This character is inordinate, inordinately passionate about their craft. What about Anden the sculptor? No. That's okay. exactly who I was going to guess. <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess Yim. No, it is not Yim. Good one. I don't think there are that many like craftsmen. 
Are you trying to think of a name right now, Ian? Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think of like a good person. Okay. So I've got another Elantris idea, but I can't remember his name at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I just so love I. how that's where it's it's all led to. Well, because they need a, they need devotion to become an Elantrian. Oh, oh I see. Yeah, yeah. I see. Okay. All right. I'll allow that. Because there's like one of the first people, Cal- not Kaladin, Raiden recruits an Elantris is a craftsman like he makes the shoes out of leather the book leather oh and the nails that he makes into in the nails yeah yeah i was thinking about the floor washer who washes every I single was, i was i was also thinking about the, yeah. the same one yeah one of them is no no that i think that's a girl goes to show how often we read elantris right here i just i know marishi is a name i'm pretty sure i also know marishi's name, a name but yeah. Is that I, that's guess? going to be my guess. It is not Marishi. Oh. I wish you'd have gone from Elantris. Clue four. This character is loyal to a fault. Dalinar? No. I don't know his name. What are you thinking? I am thinking that one Elantrian soldier who was in, uh, in, in Raiden's new Elantris who, when he was turning into a um, into a hoid, his mantra was "Failed, my lord spirit." I know who it is. I, I know. I know, the, I know the name. Yeah, but I don't clearly. Uh, how about I go with no? It is not that character. Okay, that makes it easy. <laughs> that, that was that was Thielen, right, Ian? Right, uh, Thielen. Yes, Thielen, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. Um, my guess is clubs. No, it's not clubs. Okay. Clue five. This character went out with a bang. There will be a sixth bonus clue if you don't get it on this one. Went out with a bang. Uh, is Ooh. it to loam Max's it is. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. He's been a character before. Yes, he has. Yeah, he is. Right. I guess he's loyal to Wax's uncle, I suppose. Yeah, Wax's uncle, yeah. not Wax, though. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if I would call him a craftsman. I don't know what that clue is supposed to mean, to be honest. I mean, he's, he's a very good butler. I, I think he just like that's not a to craft. His job. I think yeah, he's I think... talking about tea, that he really liked mm. making tea. Oh, he does. That, I, I, think I see that what they were what going for. To. I think that's what that's okay. referring to. Mm. But like, a cra- being a craftsman is... Well, it doesn't say that there's it's a more craftsman. Specific, generally. It's that he's passionate about their craft. Uh, okay. Like, if... Debatable whether making tea is a craft in this mm-hmm. context. Sure, that's acceptable. It's, it's one of the duties, at least in this scenario, of a butler. He's very but it's serious an art form tea. for him. He loves it. He, he, he does has the really best like teas. It. Yeah. So this this is the butler uh, that uh, tried to kill Wax and killed himself yeah. doing it. In case you forgot. And an no. explosion. Explosion. That was a great. That was a great scene. I was waiting for someone to do the time bubble with an explosion. I didn't think we'd get it so early. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that's the nice thing about Brandon. It's like, what about this implication? And then we get that. I was like, oh, great, yeah. thanks. This next one is sent in by Fire Moss, and oh. this one is. Who's that Cosmere deity? Ooh, okay. that's fun. Yeah. That's, that's new. And it says, this deity is associated with birds. 
birds. Birds. Is it Pachi? It is Pachi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was I was yes. thinking like schedule things. Uh, yeah. I, I I don't know. Uh-huh. I hole in one. The, it is it is a social I mean like the the archipelago is literally called the Pantheon. So I guess. Also, they do worship, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's not necessarily theologically a part of attached to Pachi, but Yeah. There's a, there's an association. <laughs> yeah. What is an association? What's a deity? What what is a deity? <laughs> is Vasher a deity? I don't know. Well, I'm kind of sad I got that. I was excited for the concept. Uh, the the <laughs> other lot. clues are this deity has a plant named after it. This deity is worshipped by people known as trappers. This deity uh, that would have been a giveaway. Yeah. This deity is in the Dromenod system, and this deity is only mentioned in the novel. So it's like, yeah, that def- definitely at clue three, that was like, whoa, okay, that, that, was, that, was, yeah. that was really obvious. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, guys, thank you for watching. Follow us on 17shard.com for all your news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever want. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube. Leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, and you can support us on uh, Patreon down below. We'll get some more Awakening stuff eventually. And we will see you all next time. Bye. Peace. And listeners, you're breathtaking. Caw!